Unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. And it's time we bring you a bonus episode this week as we get set to talk about the League Championship Series. Joe Finger is back with me now to give us a preview of that. And Joe joins us now from the great state of Maine, enjoying a three-day weekend. And uh, we thank you, Joe, for uh, taking a little extra time to, uh, to do this with us. Yeah, glad to be here, Jeff. Yep, I'm uh, in beautiful downtown York Beach, Maine. Uh, today. Uh, a little bit different vibe than in sunny Florida, but uh, we're up here to uh, celebrate the, uh, give a little shout out here to the family here, 50th wedding anniversary for my sister-in-law Arlene and her uh, husband, my brother-in-law Paul, so uh, we wouldn't want to miss that, but hey, baseball is what we're here to talk about, so let's see what we've got here. We're, we're getting down to brass tacks, I think, at this point. <laughs> yes, we are, and congratulations to them, by the way. And so, have you gotten over the Twins' defeat at the hands of the Yankees? <laughs> I know before you had mentioned you thought it would be a miracle if they won a game, and uh, unfortunately, you were pr- prophetically correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should maybe hold a moment of silence for <laughs> uh, the Twins and maybe the Braves as well. But yes. We'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I was just hoping the Twins could uh, beat the Yankees once. Uh, but, uh, they, you know, they got swept out again. Um, and, you know, that's, that's tough. But you know what? The Twins have lost 16 consecutive postseason games. But uh, this time around, I think it's just they, they got beat by the better team. The Yankees are going to be tough. Uh, no doubt about that. But, hey, what about those Braves? Oh, my gosh. Um, it, um, you know, I'm, well, still, I'm still in shock. I, I, in fact, I think St. Louis just had another runner across the plate while we were talking. My goodness gracious. That was... <laughs> That was, uh, you know, we've, we've, always, we've often talked about how we always see something you haven't seen before. Ten runs in the first inning of a playoff game yeah. never happened before. I would rather not have seen that. Um, just yeah, I know we were texting last week. I, I wasn't actually watching the game at the time, but I got this text from you, and I think you said something to the effect, well, we're probably not going to be seeing much more of the Braves after today. St. Louis just put ten up in the first inning. I, could, I had to stop and do a double take on that. But, I, you know, uh, you just never know. Uh, it's just one of those games that got away from them. But yeah, and they, next year. And they had their chances to win the series. And, you know, they, they blew a lead in game one. They blew the, the blew the game in game four when they really had two bases loaded situations uh, mm-hmm. that could have put that game away. So it's not like it wasn't within their grasp. Um, but uh, yeah, but, they, they had it. Uh, that's a little bit tougher uh, as, as a Braves fan uh, to lose a series like that than being a Twins fan, where we were never really in it to begin with. Yeah, well, I tell you what, though, the the weirdest thing about that game being essentially over after the first half inning was that uh, the Braves had to sit there and be tortured by that for another <laughs> another nine innings. <laughs> that, that's just to me. That to me, that's got to be. How do you play? Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally, totally strange. So let's uh, let's delve into the league championship series. So the Yankees will uh, draw the Houston Astros. The the Tampa Bay Rays. What a what great props to them for managing to lengthen that out to a five game series after holding home serve. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, I know when we talked about the Rays last week, I think that uh, we mentioned that uh, even though they were certainly the prohibitive underdog there, that they they had uh, some good. 
pitching, and the pitching might keep them in the series. And if they were able to take advantage of some opportunities, they could really push the Astros, and they did exactly that. And uh, I think Houston is probably counting their lucky stars that they got out of that out of that series because uh, the Rays certainly uh, gave them a, a run for their money. So how do you how do you th- think the Astros Yankees series will go? I would definitely say you have to yeah. give the Astros the edge just based on their pitching, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, this obviously is the marquee matchup. Uh, I think probably the two best teams in baseball, certainly the two best teams in the American League, and no doubt the uh, the match that the networks were hoping for. You know, these same two teams met uh, what two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the playoffs and that series went seven games and if memory serves the home team won every game in that series so here we are again Astros and Yankees Astros have the home field advantage and uh, it was very tight during the regular season between these two Houston won the season series 4-3 I think generally with a rare exception the home team won every single game so I think I think a lot of the same dynamics that we saw two years ago could be in play here again, which means that this first game, I think the Yankees are going to have to, obviously they're going to have to steal one game on the road. Mm-hmm. Mathematically, they've got to win at least one game on the road. And I think their, the first game is probably their best opportunity to do that because Verlander and Cole are both sitting this one out. Uh, it looks like Grinke's probably going to get the start for Houston. Veteran pitcher, but, uh, you know, he's not had that much success in the postseason. He did not pitch well in the American League Divisional Series. And so with the robust Yankee lineup, I think this might be a good chance for the Yankees to sneak in there and maybe get that first game, uh, even though Houston's very, very tough at home. But I really see this first game as being key to this series. Yeah, imagine that when you're talking about Zach, Zach Grinke of that threesome being kind of a weak link. <laughs> that seems odd. <laughs> yeah, he, he got really roughed up uh, by uh, by Tampa Bay. And like I said, he, as great as he's been over the years, I think uh, Verlander and Cole are in another league right now. Uh, so you get a little bit of a drop-off when you have to go with your number three guy. Um and so the Yankees probably take advantage of that. The way that I think the way the pitching will go, Jeff, possibly is if um, you know Grinky pitches the first game, the rest. If it were to go seven, for example, I think it would be Verlander and Cole possibly pitching all of those other uh, home tilts for the Astros. And the Yankees have had very little success on the road in Houston, and not only the Yankees but anybody else for that matter have not had a lot of success against. Verlander and Cole, so that uh, first game could be big. You know, Cole, think, look at this guy. You, you mentioned the, he's been pitching. He's, this guy has won 18 consecutive decisions. Um, that's kind of my book right there. He's basically, literally been unbeatable. And so, um, if you play in Houston, you've got to look to get a win against their number three or their number four guy, I think. But yeah. Yankees can do it. They've got a, you know, a very robust lineup, as we all know. So if you had to put your poker chips on the table, who do you think wins that series? I am, I'm going to go with Houston only because of the home field advantage and the, and the fact that the, uh, the home team has dominated this series so often uh, in recent in recent meetings. Uh, don't want to hedge my bet and make it go with the Yankees and playing great, but uh, I like Houston because of uh, Verlander uh, and Cole. All right, then I would have to agree with you on that, and I think it's the I think it's the pitching that uh, gives them the the intangible there. So let's turn to the National League, and if 
any pundit out there says they have the Nationals and the Cardinals in the NLCS, they're a liar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we had that necessarily. No, and and you know, I might have had, you know, I might have picked the Nationals to possibly be there in an upset uh, or the Cardinals, but I would not have, I would not, I, I would not have picked both of them. Picked them both. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think you know when we talked last time, I thought uh, some Braves would. would uh, I was hoping the Braves would win it, but I thought it would be close. And even though the Dodgers were the, the best regular season team in the National League, we thought the yeah, Nat they were capable of doing well, they, they actually played as anybody uh, after that uh, first 50 games. You know, as we mentioned last time, the Nats were, well, 500, I think, after about 50 games. And they played as well as anyone. So uh, it shouldn't be that big of a surprise that they are where they are. But Jeff, I've got a question for you. That Braves game, mm-hmm. not, not to reset, but uh, you know, the Cardinals put 10 on the board against the Braves in game five, but they kept their starter in there, uh, Flaherty, and uh, he ended up pitching through, through 100 pitches in that game. Would you have taken him out? Uh, you think uh, you, I, know, they I, him to a 10 nothing lead. Yeah. I would have at least, you know, probably maybe around the 65, 70 pitch mark, maybe. Because you want to at least hold the Braves down early enough, not give them any 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 hope. But uh, yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a little bit of a misstep there because they had that game well in hand. I think sixty five seventy pitches would have been the the right number to bring him out. Yeah, and you know he's probably pitched as well, buddy, in the net of the league. Mm-hmm. He will not be starting game one, uh, and and you know we see that with the same with the Astros. They don't have Orlando or Cole going in game one. Postseason, you, you're not able to set your pitching up necessarily the way you would like to, but I think that that could be a, a factor. And uh, like I said, you know, Flaherty's pitched as well as anybody, um, but they'll have to go with uh, McCullough's Wainwright probably uh, first couple of games and see how that goes. Thinks I believe Annabelle Sanchez mm-hmm. uh, is probably going to get the call in game one, and I think that's going to be the key game in that series because the Nationals have such great pitching and um, so if the Cardinals can get to Sanchez in game one that gives them an advantage but if the Nats can escape you know and and get another decent game from Sanchez like they did in the divisional round I think they're really going to be in the driver's seat because then you start seeing you know Scherzer and Strasburg and maybe you know Corbin in there and the, and those guys are awfully tough. Yeah, so but I would definitely agree that I think uh, uh, Anibal Sanchez is definitely an X factor of sorts. Interesting aspect about the Nationals, I think their one through six batting order is extremely tough, and I think that is uh, that is going to be a key element in this series too. Yeah, their uh, three and four guys uh, were really tough. Um, in the Dodgers series, playing with a lot of uh, youthful exuberance right now, it'd be tough to, you know, do any better than Brendan at third and Soto in left field. I think the Cardinals, you know, they've got uh, the veterans, uh, you know, Goldschmidt and Ozuna played well. But, but I think that probably the Nats, particularly in that heart of that lineup, is is probably going to give them a bit of an advantage. And, and I, by the same token, I think they probably have the two best pitchers. Yeah, going to. Yeah, I think, and I think, I think you know, guys like you know Trey Turner, Adam Eaton are pesky, and and they give you good solid at bets every time and drive pitch counts up. 
Yeah, you know, the Cardinals are, I think, are still a team that talks about uh, manufacturing runs. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard the word manufacture runs in a while. That reminds me of the old Twins teams. This year, for just about everybody, was let's just hit the long ball. Uh, but the Cards can beat you by by, by the bunt and on the on, on the base paths, and uh, that that's something to keep in mind. Uh, they did not hit nearly as many runs. Uh, didn't have quite the on base percentage as uh, as all the teams, but they have found ways to win, and they've shown a lot of resilience as well. Uh, and they're, they're, you know, they're kind of the old school guys. They've been in the playoffs many, many times. They've been to the World Series and won a few World Series over the years. And the Nationals are the kind of the new kids on the block, um, trying to win the World Series for the first time. So it'll be an interesting uh, collision. And I, I think that series is one that could possibly go the distance as well. Although I do like the Nationals, I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm picking the Nationals not because of what the Cardinals did to the Braves, <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, again, I think I think it's uh, I think it's going to come down to you know I think uh, Scherzer and Strasburg will be be key in that as well as uh, as we mentioned they're they're one through six now. Interestingly enough, the Cardinals, you know, getting back to that Braves game, they scored 13 runs without the benefit of a home run. So that certainly yes, speaks to yes. your point about how they how they're able to manufacture. Have you heard the rumor that Major League Baseball was using last year's baseballs in the playoffs? I did read something uh, today about that. Somebody posed the question: Has has a baseball were they using last year's ball or have they toned it down for the playoffs? Um, I don't know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I would say... I would... If that's what they're doing, I mean, come on. <laughs> what does that say for the integrity of the game, first of all? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, I, I would be interesting. I would like to see a study done that to see if that is true. I would find it odd because, you know, you're 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 promoting the home run all year. Why you would take it away in the playoffs would be a, a bit mysterious. And also, I would think, too, you know, as we mentioned on the last uh, uh, podcast, that you know, at this point of the season now, you're facing the best of the best pitchers. So I think that's got probably more to do with the home run decrease in the playoffs than anything else. Yeah, I think that uh, really good pitching can stop really good hitting more times than not. And so I think you may be right there. And when you're, you know, you're talking about, you know, in the American League, you've got the Verlanders and Coles, and then the, uh, the Nats have a, a great starting two, and the Cardinals' ace is one of the very best. And so, yeah, I think that more more than likely will have something to do with it. But if the Washington Nationals' bullpen doesn't give up a few home runs, then I would be more inclined to believe the conspiracy <laughs> theory because, because that bullpen has <laughs> not been that great. In fact, they've had to sort of live with throwing their starters out there as much as they could uh, to try to get by. I think Corbin pitched out of the pen a couple of times. Yeah, definitely. With so. mixed results, yes. I'm not sure they're going to be able to get away with that if, if, if this thing goes seven. That's um, a yeah. That becomes very dicey for sure. And uh, yeah, they're and if they're if their latter part of the bullpen becomes in play, that does become problematic for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So well, with a starting starting three like that, they may not have that bullpen. <laughs> uh, but uh, that'll that'll be the strategy. 
that the Cardinals will be trying to exploit. But we'll see if they can do it. Okay, so we both have the Nationals, we both have the Astros, so we will have to uh, we will have to talk again uh, and see if we were correct in that assessment. Yep, uh, we'll, we will. We, I don't know if we have a real either of us have a very strong uh, horse in this race, but it's always <laughs> fun to talk about. Yes, no, no doubt about it. Well, Joe Finger, once again, thanks for the time, and with that, we are done here. Thanks for listening to Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore 88, on Facebook at Jeff Allen 88, and the website JeffAllenSportsTalk.com. And you can reach out to the show anytime by email, JeffAllenSportsTalk at gmail.com. Jeff Allen Sports Talk is brought to you exclusively by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. Kramer's Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. It's made from the finest ingredients so it stops itching, heals hot spots, and painful inflamed skin. Kramer's Salve contains a proprietary blend of neem, an ingredient known for its healing properties. A 4-ounce 6-month supply, including shipping, is just $30, and the 2-ounce 3-month supply, including shipping, is only $20. Help your dog end the itch and hot spot cycle. Order today at KramerSalve.net. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L-V-E. LVE.net.